Hello everyone, this is Ashley with Bruja's Blunts and Everything in Between. Today I have a special guest with us, Denise. Denise, I'll give you the floor so you can tell everybody about yourself and what it is you do and all that good stuff. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm Denise. I go by Sunflower. Um, I am an oracle. I'm your friendly neighborhood oracle and self-care advocate. Um, I've been a reader for about four years, and um, I, like I said, specialize in self-care and, and matters of the heart, and just making sure that we're putting, making our mental health a priority. So I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you, and it's so crazy. I swear, it seems like spirituality is just, the synchronicities are never ending. Mind you, you sent me the email with your information for the podcast and as I'm sitting here like sunflowers is one of my spirit guide signs but here lately I have been seeing it a lot and I thought it was my spirit baby and it just hit me like how they say you'll get signs that are completely unrelated to what you think and it just hit me I think the sunflower sign that I had been recently getting before we met was the sign of you coming I think that is so beautiful. <laughs> and then and like literally, I said, my heart self is loud. So my heart self was probably like, look, she's coming. She's <laughs> she's a lot. <laughs> Man, because I'm sitting here and I'm like listening to you, like introduce yourself. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> it's clicking. It's clicking. And that's what happens. Like every time we have a conversation, it's just like so many synchronicities and everything just like click, click, clicks. And it's like, okay, that's why. Okay. And from like the moment we had, like we were in that um, meeting together, it was like, after that, it's just so many synchronicities. And it's like, okay, well, that's how you know you're going on the right path. I, I see two, three, four a lot. So I'm like, okay. And I, it's it's so crazy Um, as I'm saying that. So I have a virtual vision board. That's how I manifest. And I have over 14,000 not 4,000, 14,000 photos. As I just told you that I saw, I've seen two, three, four, one, two, three, four popped across my screen. And it's so crazy you say that because I was going to ask you, like, do you see one, two, three, four? Because I see one, four, three, two. I see that number a lot. And I'd be like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm taking a step like... And it's like, I'm so far from the beginning of my journey. Yeah. It's like, if I don't get a channel message on what that number means, it's it's going to have to take a lot for to pull me to Google to be like, what does angel number X, Y, and Z mean? Because it's like, <laughs> that hype is gone. But it's like, I was just saying the other day, like, I really want to tap back into that energy yeah. of that fulfillment and that like childlike energy of when the journey like just really when the journey first started exactly exactly and I've been that way like I've I've been because sunflower is the name that I adopted when I started my journey uh just the meaning behind it and of course my favorite color is yellow my aura is yellow and um you know I operate a lot from my my solar plexus so it's it it that all makes sense uh but I oftentimes say I need to get back to that mentality in certain aspects, not all aspects, <laughs> of course. Heavy you know. on not all. Because <laughs> there's growth. 
but you know just like just to the simplicity of it man honestly because even too I know for me when I was going through my favorites and my pictures like looking for my chart because lord knows I'd be scrolling for days if I tried to look for when I first took a picture of my damn natal chart and when I was going through I came a pic- came across a picture of my first altar when I first created oh I was like oh my god look at my bare baby altar and now my altar is like full grown and shit it's but see when you look at that you're like man it 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 lets you know like I've come a long way and what I'm learning for myself is even if it's small to just give myself a little bit of kudos like okay this is where you were look at you now look at you now you were scared then didn't know what was going on didn't know what you were getting yourself into and look at you now (laughs) that's that's how I be I'll be like look at you you was always trying to keep the peace and now you be happily choosing chaos and cussing bitches out because people really be having you fucked up look at you I be cussing people out with love like (laughs) that's the word (laughs) I tell people like ooh you got me so fucked up but it's all love though that's the scary that's the one you gotta watch out for cause when you know when that shit's cool calm and collected and somebody cuss you out oh you know you ain't never hearing from them again <laughs> ain't no going back it's just like how they say with them toxic relationships if she quietly leaves like they, they be like dog you lost her but if she make a whole little commotion and she be breaking the TV and bleaching your clothes oh, oh she yeah, gonna she's be coming back, back. <laughs> she's coming back. And, that, and that's one of the things that I learned in a relationship with my daughter's dad is that the day that I left him. We didn't argue. We actually doing real good. We were binge watching uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he went somewhere, and when he came back, I was gone. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like clothes and everything. 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 And it was like a split decision. And like every time I had left him, it was always I'm leaving you. I'm taking this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Grabbing the suitcase with your hacky sack and your stick. And just like, <laughs> I'm never coming back, and I hate you. And the day that I left him, we weren't arguing or anything. We had actually hadn't argued in a while, but I had mentally left that relationship mm-hmm. long before I physically left it. See, and for me, like. With my whole situation, and I think this is like really my first time ever talking about this publicly, because I'm like you, like, I'll be like, oh, I'm an open book, and I'm this and that, and then when I realize, like, damn, y'all really don't know shit about me. At all. I be thinking that I be putting a lot of myself out there the whole time, the open book that I am got barbed wire around it and shit. It's exactly the same, because I'm like people know, like, the surface level, but not the depth of it. And I think that a lot of people, if a lot of people understood like where I come from and why I'm the way that I am, because I, I'm, I used to be uh, very toxically positive. <laughs> <laughs> this love and light. Peace. Oh my goodness, I love it. <laughs> and then, you know, what's so crazy is my, my phrase that I've coined is love light in these hands, because like, I don't care how far I go on my journey, you get cussed out. And depending on if it's uh, uh, involving my child, you can get these hands too. Like, in the name of love. And like, everything I do is out of love. I promise. (laughs) But don't play with me. And like, given the fact that I was uh, a very like, violent person, um, a lot of times, it's like, the people from my, (laughs) people from my (laughs) O 
old life. The psycho laugh came out. <laughs> right? I do that a lot. The people from my old life are so used to that version of me where I used to just fight people. So, of course. <laughs> my brother doesn't hesitate to be like, remember when you did that? Like, remember when you beat that girl up? Like, um, we're at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I've changed. And then it's 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 the opposite with people who met me recently. They can't believe that. So it's the people who've known me for a while are like, you know, this version of you is different for us. And then this is all some people know. Like it's hard for them to believe that that version of me existed. And so. you see, and for me, I feel like that's what. I'm going through right now because it's like even for me like I had to realize the other day I'm like I feel like there's even my body like at first I low-key thought it was like that whole oh my god I'm stepping into my 30s and it's the change of weather when really it's like I'm going through a whole nother rebirth like I feel the pressure in my body I feel it in my bones like there's things that I want to do and they like look we not finna keep giving you warnings, but we gonna give you that look like touch, touch, touch that hot stove if you want to and see what the fuck happens. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> exactly. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it way too many times. Y'all, you got it. So now I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of people, and that's the biggest thing. A lot of people don't be realizing like the version, this new version of you to them, it seems like an imposter syndrome to them, but it's like, whole time you like, shit, you don't know me, hell, I don't fucking know you. I don't know this person, like, I don't, I don't recognize this person, like, even too, like, just like how we were talking about how we, like, left our exes and stuff, because for me, like, how you know how females will be like, oh, I stayed to make the relationship work, I stayed for the baby and all that yeah. stuff, and it's like, for me, I did stay, but I literally stayed for my child. I stayed to see if we can make it work so he could have that healthy two-parent home and when I realized that this nigga thought that it was gonna be okay to still call me all types of bitches and hoes when I'm like seven months pregnant man I must have got off that bus and I toted my pregnant ass home wobbled and everything and I was just like I'm not I'm like that was my that was one of my I'm done moments and then there came the second one when I had my son in my arms and he put his hand up to me and it was like, I, and it was on the 4th of July too. And it was like, look, this is our last and final warning we're giving you. If you do not leave after this shit, it's done. It's like, I was so distraught cause I had just got approved for my apartment. Like I was on leave from my job. Everything was lined up the way that it needed to be. And then, I had to put my pride aside and throw all that away. I wouldn't even say throw it away because it really wasn't shit there for me, but I had to up and come to Arizona and I had to choose not only my son, but I had to choose myself. And when I got here, like when I tell you, it's been nothing but blessings and growth for me since I've been here, like the people that I've met, the connections that I've made. So now when I look back, like even too, when I'll come across when I'll go to my Google Drive on my old me email and I'll come across screenshots of our conversations and I'll be like, sis, you really tolerated that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and you thinking that it's love and thinking it's normal. So it's like now, like I try not to judge, but when I see people dealing with that, 
And then people in the comment section be like, yeah, I did that too, girl. I cussed my boyfriend out and we was, we, we worked it out. We talked it out and we was back together X, Y, and Z. And I just be like, ew. Whole time you know and that that ain't the move. And you know why that someone is allowing that. And then it's, it's like, even too, like the biggest thing, I don't know if we talked about this um, on like in text message or on social media, but just even too, even more so like when you realize the person that you're dealing with is a narcissist that's what makes it even worse because it's like I was telling I was telling my therapist a couple weeks ago so many people always speak on leaving the narcissist but they don't speak on the fact that you have to heal from the survival tactics you have to heal from being like your brain literally being factory reset by this person and how just overall how real that shit is because it's like if you don't heal that part of you that was created in that relationship a lot of women do not know that you can become a narcissist yourself and that's why it's so many women out here that have came out of those relationships that are all love and light and shit because they haven't taken an ounce of accountability they haven't taken accountability <laughs> for parts that they've played in relationships and friendships and i know i've been doing that lately like certain friendships that have ended it may have ended on that person's part but then i stayed and i'm just sitting up looking back like damn like i was a really bad friend like low-key i should i got some stamps in my damn wallet from when i recently wrote a letter to a friend and i'm damn near like contemplating writing people letters and shit because i'm like fuck i feel bad yeah with with me uh, the reality of it is, is I stayed because I knew that if I left, my daughter wouldn't have the father that I I felt that she deserved. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because deep down inside, I knew that if I was gone, he wouldn't he wouldn't step up, and I was right. Uh, but part of leaving him was, <clears throat> excuse me accepting that he's not gonna be there and like I, I said he didn't grow up without a father I didn't grow up without a father why does my daughter have to and um, that was one of the things that kept me there because like during the course of the relationship I, I, I let him break me down mm. and I reciprocated that energy to the max <laughs> and you know of course I take full on accountability for the part that I played because a lot of the things that I did were wrong uh, but I do my best to right my wrongs like moving forward but then it's like co-parenting with him he takes advantage mm. of the fact that I take accountability so it's like you know if I say something like yeah you know I, I was wrong for that he's like yeah yeah you know you're wrong it's like okay so part of me ooh, look, that's my throat chakra part of me growing up <laughs> was realizing no matter what his response to me sort of you know taking accountability I'm still gonna take accountability 
Cause mm-hmm. part of me was like, well, shit, if he can act like this when I try to take accountability, I ain't gonna take accountability. But you know, it's that's not how it works. And I used to, dep- I used to want closure from him. But then I realized that nobody in this earth, in any relationship, can give me closure but me. I had to learn that I cannot depend on other people for my closure because if I did, I would never get it. Some people just aren't going to give you closure and you have to be okay with that. It's it's one of the toughest pills to swallow because we feel like, oh, this person definitely owes me some closure. But do they? Because a lot of times when they're removed out of your life, it's conspiracy that they got to go. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing what you're supposed to do to let this person go. So spirit is going to up people. And a lot of times that's that person really, really hurting us. And you see, it's crazy that you said like the way spirit works, because I know even for me, like probably like years after when my um, son's father, <clears throat> when my son's father had uh, got out of prison, we reconnected and we, um, did what we need to do speaking with the child like speaking about what we need to do to be both be there for them and help him and just you know all of all of that different stuff but it's like I don't know for me it was a lot more difficult me taking accountability looked like what I allowed mm-hmm. what it is that I tolerated like that whole saying when they say it takes two. It's not always specifically you're doing anything to contribute. It's what you are not doing. You're mm-hmm. not setting your boundaries. You're what not you're allowing to happen. It's exactly. A, like I said, I allowed him to break me down. I can't put it solely on him. Like he broke me down. Like I allowed him to. And you know, people around me, like I cannot believe that you are in that relationship. As much shit as you talk, as confident as you are my mental health was not the best you know I I was my body was changing um there's this little person that I'm responsible for man (laughs) you know that don't come with no manual I'm learning about myself I don't know all I know is that I love this tiny human with everything I've got and this tiny human makes me want to be a better person and so part of me getting the fuck out (laughs) was what I want my daughter to see her father and I physically having a fight and think that that's what love is to grow up and see that happening and think that it's okay for someone to do to her Mm. and it's 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 I fought back but it's like I don't want her to think that you fight the person that you love hello that's not the example I want to set and I've moved on you know I've dated obviously um, unofficially (laughs) since then and I can honestly say that I've not been in any physical altercations with anyone since then and I can say that other parties involved have and it's like there's a pattern here and the only thing that I had control over was my reaction to whatever was going on 
So I had to forgive myself for the personality traits I developed in that relationship Ooh, to survive. Child. That 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 was that because after that navigating life in general not even just dating just navigating life in general I had my guard up I was angry as fuck I was fighting people I was just chaotic as fuck and um, I connected with a gentleman um, I'll just call him my masculine counterpart. We'll call him that because I don't want to get with the titles and shit because I hate that. So that compared with my daughter, it was one day where we were sitting on the couch and we were watching PBS. This was she was two when I left her dad in 2016. Um, so this was like in 2017. We're in a, a an apartment. And, you know, I'm working a part-time job. And the TV is on PBS and it says, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my daughter, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, said, (laughs) I want to be like mommy. And I was like, I have to get my shit together. (laughs) and so I started to try to be a person who was financially stable because I'm like (laughs) if I want right I'm like if I want my child to be like me I need to be responsible and and like that's not what she meant at all that's not what she meant that's not what that meant being somebody that your child is worthy of looking up to like it's (laughs) it's It's way deeper than how much money you have. Man. And character. I wish that I would have known that then, but then again, I'm glad that I didn't because there are obstacles that I had to go through to get, you know, where I needed to be. But um, I met, like, I'm, well, I've known him for years, but I started to, you know, talk to my divine divine counterpart and I never understood why I just wanted to be a better person and like he's never judged me for anything and he's never made me feel like I was being judged but for like some reason I was like I gotta stop fighting people like <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do better like, wait you know, is this the is this the guy that we spoke about in that reading that I did for you yeah okay okay cause I'm just sitting here like wait who the hell is we talking about <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to be a better person. I'm gonna stop doing this stuff. I don't wanna, I don't wanna do this. And the thing of it is, is as he's he's so humble, and his masculinity is is not toxic, right? So it it gives me a safe space to want to be soft, but for so long because of the person that I had become to survive that relationship with my daughter's dad, I wasn't, I was, I was not in a place to accept that. And so, you know, hurt people hurt people. So getting out of that relationship, I bled all over this man because it was all that I knew. It was all that I knew. And so, it was like for two years 
I was a goddamn menace to him for <laughs> for absolute no reason other than it was all I knew. And when I would talk to my friends and I would say things like that, they're like, but no, he did this and he did. I had one friend who is a Gemini. Love him. Love her to death. He and I had a disagreement and I was like, yeah, he hurt my feelings. So I hurt his feelings. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, and you're proud of that? Oh, I love those type of friends. She was like, yeah, that's not the move. She was like, you're wrong. I was like, girl, what? Excuse me? I got so mad at her. I didn't talk to her for like a month and a half. God that damn. was nowhere, but but that was my that hurt my ego. I was gonna say she drop kicked your damn ego, sis. A month. I mean, getting see that bitch like. <laughs> and she was right, and I was tell her to the day. I was like, I was so fucking mad at you, but you were so right, and I needed to hear that, and I'm so grateful to hear that because woof that that shadow work that came after that. I had. I had to realize that I wasn't as good as a person as I thought I was. Man, that, 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 that be the hard, that was my pill to swallow, how I mm-hmm. recently been having just with, with the friend that I mentioned that I had a falling out with back in November. And I was like, I was this and I was that. And like, that was like the one thing I realized, like just even about myself was when someone hurts me, I have to stop stepping into or allowing that energy of that abandonment wound to completely take over me because I'm just like just even looking back just even for me looking back at that situation I'm just kind of like you had no business reconnecting with her like you both needed your space so you could grow and heal so she can grow and heal and when the time was right like you guys come back together. But it's like, I me mean, the way that I'm set out, people be like, I'm in my villain era. And I said that at one point, I'm like, bitch, you've been in your villain era for fucking years because you would have disagreements with people with where they were wrong. And subconsciously you were still mad. You just didn't want them to leave out of your life and you end up making their life a living hell. And now you oh can't like, I didn't, you know girl. what? I did this to a friend and I'm going to be completely honest. Um, having you know the gifts of knowing when reading energy all those fun gifts this particular fucking friend hated my fucking guts um (laughs) everything about her behavior showed it but when you love someone and trauma bond with them it's like yeah yeah you you let shit slide you don't see it so this was a particular I had a luncheon for my birthday this girl came to my luncheon and showed her absolute whole ass it was my sister and that goddamn Gemini again um who were like she threw shots at you the entire time I was like what I didn't even hear her Mm. I was too busy throwing y'all still friends now oh absolutely not oh damn I thought this was finna have a happy ending no, there's no happy ending because that she was never my friend. And um, I don't even think she realized that she she fucking hated me. <laughs> I don't even think to this day she realized that she hated me. But it was it became 
too apparent to me to where I was like, there's no way in hell I'm I'm going to allow somebody who don't like me like that to be so close to me. That was my best friend. I told her every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that enemy being so close to home, absolutely not. Um, and a- again, she showed her whole ass when we stopped being friends and just proved my point. Um, so instead of cutting her off like I should have I kept her around and I was a complete asshole to her Mm-mm. there was a particular time where we were all out and she was doing that thing where she shoot shots but nobody else heard them because nobody else was li- listening for them so I go if so and so says something one more thing to me that I don't like I'm going to remove my filter now like I said I'm a Libra I'm, I'm but my my I'm my Mercury is in Virgo. So I think about what I said before I said. Because <clears throat> I know when I get mad, I can say some mean ass shit. So me warning you that I'm not going to give a fuck what comes out of my mouth is me telling you basically like stop that shit before I say some shit. Like some mean shit. Because you're sitting here and you just keep saying shit. Like, but like I would let it slide because I just, you know, it was like the dynamics of our relationship. She would say mean things and I'd be like, girl, whatever. And I'd brush it off. What's her so, sign? Like, she was a Leo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Leo's got smart ass mouth. The thing about it though is, like I told you, I am not a person who's very much so comfortable with attention, but I get a lot of attention. And it's it's effortlessly. And you know, Leos, they need to be the center of attention. All the my damn time. Is, is in Leo. So how that works is I need my lover to worship the ground I walk on. Hello. I need you to believe that the sun shines out my ass. Like I need all that. But that's <laughs> what my requirement of my partner and I'm able to communicate that, let you know, like, hey, sun shines out my ass. And he's like, I know, babe. It's cool. Like that, but see, there's somebody out here for me. So mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, but like, yeah, so she just likes attention and I didn't. And when I would get it effortlessly, like we would go out and she would be all dressed up and I would just look very me which is crazy because I'm a Libra but like very (laughs) relaxed and very plain but I would still get attention because the double Venus placements like it's I'm a Taurus moon a Libra sign so damn I never thought about it like that yeah and I'm 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 a Libra sun Taurus moon trying my damnedest to, to stay under the radar no wonder spirit keeps kicking my ass so she would, she would just like get annoyed when anyone was paying any type of attention. Mind you, this particular friend was married. So if I'm getting attention from men when we're out as I'm single, why does that bother you so much? So that's a story for another damn day. Cause another I'm, day. I had to turn my intuitive side off like, sis, be quiet. <laughs> oh, oh, we can, we can continue this conversation when the podcast is. Cause I know you know what that's about. Man. <laughs> Mm. Right, right anyway so it's it just <clears throat> I would do something as simple as dye my hair because I just I just started to this is the friend who made me stop doing makeup well this is the friend I allowed to take the joy out of doing makeup because it came a competition I was like girl it don't even fucking matter no more. I don't even want to do this shit <laughs> but that would be my reaction to everything. Oh my god damn, it's not that serious. And I would literally be like apples and oranges, friends. She's like, I know, but but nothing. 
nothing like of course you want some friendly competition like me oh video games you're not my friend when we're playing video games See, and, then, and then when we're done we're gonna be back cool but I'm it's, it's crazy that you say that because me and my friend that's an Aries we have these we have these open vulnerable conversations and that was the same thing that me and her were talking about like jealousy envy and competitiveness and I was like you got to think about it a lot of the things that are implemented or need to be as a child they aren't and it 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 ends up coming off misconstrued as an adult like and it's when we're children jealousy and envy is normal it's it's very normal it's talked about in a healthy way versus when you get older it's talked about in such a in such a disgusting way it's talked about in such a disgusting way that it leaves people feeling lonely but it's like when you're younger your parents tell you like it's normal to feel that way why are you feeling that way like they get down to the root issue of it or it's like they say hey well do you 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 like competition you like like playing games and going against this and that and you'll be like now that you think about it yeah or they'll explain it in a way that the child understands that's how they're feeling and the parent will put them in sports the parent of will course, to highlight that energy exactly and they'll highlight their strengths they'll say oh you're beautiful i love this about you and i love that about you and when you love specific things about yourself you highlight those strengths versus the weaknesses and it's like when you get older and you become when you get older and you become an adult and especially if a child if your strengths are not highlighted if the things that are beautiful about you are not highlighted you may see those things or that attention in other people and now you're just you're feeling envious and you don't know what to do with these feelings and emotions because everybody's always quick to say if you got a jealous or a hating ass friend you need to cut them off instead of having these vulnerable conversations right. and helping your friend and just really navigate you, what it is right, right. I and would just literally really... be like apples and oranges why is there a comparison she's like i'm not comparing i'm like girl and i would always say there's room for us at the top i would always reiterate that i'm going to clap for you no matter what but to me it was just like why is there competition when you and i live totally different lives you're married I am a single mother with kids. There is no competition here. We're not even in the same league. Like, it's, it, it would just baffle me. Like, why are we competing with these things? And like, it's like, too, I, I she wasn't... friendly competition. And see, and that's what I've learned about myself. And what made me realize that was my, my friend that's an Aries. My friend Taylor. She is the one. And two, like, I don't know if you see me post on Facebook, like, about me learning Spanish. And I've been on this whole I'm, little... I love your Duolingo post. <laughs> I've, I've just been... And see, and that's what I've been stepping into. I've been getting more comfortable with putting the spotlight on myself celebrating my accomplishments and I loudly love that because they're meant to be celebrated loudly they're 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 you you fucking earn them and that's my thing if i have a friend that i feel like okay i've had friends where i've had a conversation with them and i'll bring up my uh my divine counterpart mm-hmm. and it'll get quiet and i'm like Okay. And I would just let it happen. So one day I asked a friend, I was like, why do you get quiet whenever I, I mention so-and-so? 
that's the conversation that needs to be had along among the whole world because that's my attempt to set a boundary with you before I cut you off. I don't just ghost people. I have a I'm the I'm the person who had the conversation. So That's you're why not I love going to have to try to figure out why I cut you off. Cause I'm gonna be like, hmm, I had a, a sort of spiff with a friend of mine the other day because I'm like I ain't gonna lie I've been coming for men's necks like (laughs) the way that they acting right now (laughs) is you should girl so he said something that I don't like to be over sexualized and so I spoke about it but I tell people if I cared enough to mention what you're doing is bothering me and let you know that's my attempt to set a boundary and keep you in my life because some people don't get that luxury they, they just get the boot like i'm like i'm not even gonna explain to you i don't care to explain to you where you have me fucked up at because it's not worth it and that's the and one like, thing that i, I love about neighbors like that's the one thing that I love and I actually have a cousin that's a Libra and just from a distance um, I've learned a lot about her when it comes to friendships she's very, when it comes to her friendships and her relationships she's very communicative she's not like quick witted to cut people off and have those vulnerable, like having those vulnerable conversations and that's for me, that's something that my friend, my Aries friend, which is like Libra's sister sign, that's something yes. that her and I have gotten big on. Cause it's like at first, and that's the one thing, like she was a client at first. She wasn't a friend, she was a client. And those are always me, the best friendships. Always. And it's like, <laughs> it was like God kind of put us on our separate paths and then he brought us together. And it was still like that, you know, that client that client um like client mentor whatever you want to call it type of relationship and then it evolved and I know I'm like okay well since we kind of like effortlessly transitioning into this whole friendship dynamic I said let's set boundaries like right now because I said my friendship I'm like my friendship trauma my friendship history the way it's set up Bent the boundaries get set at the end, and then shit's weird by then. So, like, I, love, now. I love that though. I love and, that though. You set those boundaries in the beginning, so you know, like, hey, oh, and see, and the crazy thing is, and this is why, too, I'm really grateful that God has put a lot of people that are older than me, women that are in their 40s, because it was actually this lady, um, that I was friends with that told me this. And she said, you need to do that with your friendships. Because I asked them, I asked both of them, what tips would you guys give me on how to maintain a healthy friendship or keep that friendship the way it needs to be? And she said, you need to say, what is your boundaries, X, Y, and Z? So I was like, okay. So I literally went through everybody that I consider a friend and I said, what are your boundaries? And because it was new to them, like this isn't, like we're all in our like 28s, mid 20s. This is something that they've never been asked. And they're like, Ashley, I'm gonna have to come back to you because I don't really know. And I it's like, love this though. Yes, and it's like even with my friend, when I told her, she was like, I don't know. And it's like, well, she didn't know, but it's like over time, especially with both of us being neurodivergent, we've communicated that. Like even too, and that's the one thing too. 
like how people be like, oh, low maintenance friendship and that. And I had to realize when I seen this post and I took it down because some of my friendships are low maintenance. And it's like, I love, I love my friends dearly, but I've had to learn. I don't care for low maintenance friendships. Like Hmm. I'm the friend that I'm going to call you and check in on you. If I got an achievement I want to share with you. I don't want to have to wait two and three months for us to talk to tell you like that's something about my life that I want to share with you. I don't want to just talk to you every few months to play catch up on what's been going on for the last three months. Like I want to share those things with you. Like if we're in state, get together for out of state, like schedule like a video chat like at least once a month or like every two weeks type of thing that's always been the type of friend I am but because I'm like a chameleon and then a chameleon and being neurodivergent I've adapted to the people around me but it's like I've adapted Mm. so much I don't realize that is not what I care for you've masked and I was just God the level of masking that I have achieved I am over it and which is why like lately people are like what the fuck why are you so mean because I'm no longer masking man that shit mask people that mask especially our age it's tiring it is tiring and that's when like I had to realize like too I have a lot of low-key friends and I had like I I said that I need to order a new birth certificate because my my birth time is not accurate it's not accurate at all and I told myself I need to invest in that $40 and get because I'm just like I'm like I feel like my rising sign is off like I have a cap rising but I'm like I feel like my rising sign and maybe even other aspects of my chart are different because I'm like I'm like I can't even sit here and stunt like I don't love attention I can't even sit here and stunt like when it comes to my friends I want my friends to feel like family and granted you can have family members that you don't talk to often like that but it's like when we you do check-ins with them it's not always so much one-sided check-ins it's like all you're asking for though is for your natural energy to be reciprocated like that's what it is and i tell people i'm not gonna ask you for anything that i'm incapable of uh reciprocating because the thing is i because i am an oracle right i had this friend she was a Gemini and I love Gemini's because I'm a Libra right our friendship was very short-lived and it was because she was a client she started off as a client and you know she would pay me for my readings and get my advice we became friends so naturally that advice is going to come for free because you're my friend and I love you and I can't just I don't always feel like tapping into channeling and and giving you oracle advice and shit. Sometimes I want to have a good key, you know? So she would just text me and just dump on me. Mm. Like, are you in the place to talk? Can you talk? I told her three times. Three times, Ashley. (laughs) I said... I don't have the space right now. And I, I I, asked other people how I could word it to where it's not offensive. Because I tell people, I am a natural asshole. Like naturally by nature, I'm an asshole. And the things that are in my head sound very asshole-ish. The point 
of it all is that before it comes out of my mouth, I take my time to word it so that it does not sound asshole. Because in my head, <laughs> my first thought is, I'll be like, my first thought was, girl, you don't get the fuck off my phone. I don't feel like doing this shit right now. That oh. was my thought. But I just said, hey, I'm not in the space right now for you to vent to me. And like I had asked people, like, how do I say this and not sound like an asshole? And they were like, you know, I saw somewhere, oh my God. I was like, I would, it, it would, it would be beneficial to me if you would ask me if I had the space before you started venting. And I think I posted it on like Facebook and Instagram, whatever, and all of my other friends, my real friends, saw it. And do you know what they started doing? Exactly what you asked. Friend, do you have space? I love that. And I'm like, oh my God, y'all. Y'all, y'all know words of affirmation is my love language. Y'all speaking it. Me too. And like to to this day, it's always, hey friend, do you have space? Or hey, do you have space? Yes, I do, pumpkin face. Yes, I do. Come on. (laughs) And it's like, you're preparing me. Like, I don't want to just look at my phone and see this nigga done did this shit and I'm sick and fucking tired of him. And like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just had breakfast. Like, I just had avocado toast. I didn't even and drink my orange that. juice yet. God damn. <laughs> like, damn. And this particular friend, I would wake up to text message. She sent like four o'clock in the morning, knowing good goddamn well. Four o'clock in the morning? Not. Four o'clock in the morning. Of, <laughs> I'm supposed to be tired of him. And is that not like a what's the What's that rapper's name? What's that rapper's name with the red hair and the beads? The red is it? You talking about Lil Yachty? Yes, that remind me of that TikTok sound when they did when they be like, "It's seven in the morning." Right, right. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. I was I was having a a, a heated debate with someone. I'm not gonna call it an argument. I was like, "Bro, it's eight thirty in the morning. If I wanted to wake up and have an argument with somebody, especially somebody I'm not in a relationship with, I would have stayed with my daughter's dad. Oh, like be <laughs> fucking with me, like." I, I just have moments where I'm just extremely logical and like I try to balance that with it's that Libra. Yeah. But see, necessary. My Libra is at a cancer degree. So that's how I'm so sensitive. Cause I barely have any water in my chart, but my sun sign is at a cancer degree. So that's why I am a very compassionate person. And sometimes I get into people pleasing because I don't want to hurt people's feelings because I don't want people to hurt my feelings. And I want that energy reciprocated. Sometimes people need their fucking feelings hurt. And because it's like, ma'am, I said it one time, I said it again. This last particular time, she had went out of town with somebody who she had no business going out of town with. She knew that her and this man getting to it, right? So she's like... Uh, you know, she had asked me the first time. She was like, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah. So she called me while she was there. And I was like, you know, um, if you want to come home, come home. She was like, no, I think I'm going to stay. Blah, 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 yada, yada. I was like, okay. She was telling me something about, like, how she, like, his aura fell off. And, you know, I'm just giving her, like, typical advice. I go to sleep that night. I wake up to screenshots. Oh, damn. 
and like several screenshots of their conversation and her just going off and I say good morning friend how are you <laughs> that was my response I didn't read any of it I said good morning friend how are you because like it's like god damn you gonna ask me how I'm doing you're gonna wish me a good morning at four o'clock in a fucking what, what were you even doing up anyway uh, so it was just like, hey, and then proceeded to vent. I was like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was like, remember we talked about you asking me if I have the space. I don't have the space right now. And she goes, oh, I'll just wait. I go, no. I suggest you talk to somebody else about I'm, this. I know you're not pocket watching my time. And she goes, I don't trust anyone. I go, I recommend therapy. And when I say that, people think I'm being an asshole. But when I say that to you, I say that out of, out of the places therapy has helped me so much. Hello. Shit. I'm you... all for therapy. You the way the way that my smart ass mouth is set up, like the way that I'm set up, I would have been like, you said talk to therapy, bitch. You disturbing my motherfucking sleep at four o'clock in the morning and you ain't I ain't washed my ass, I ain't brushed my teeth. Girl. I, I would have been like, I wouldn't say therapy. I would have been like talk to God and turned my phone off. Oh. Cause See, no. I need I need I need a little bit of that. And I was like, no. And so, like, we never spoke again after that. And, like, I didn't even go off. I guess she got, like, tired. She was like, my other Libra friend told me to stop doing it. I was like, so stop fucking doing it. How hard is it to be like, hey, do you have space and fucking wait for me to respond? Because I get overstimulated. And it's like... Like that. I see this message on my phone. I got notifications from this app. Um, I learned to turn my notifications off, by the way. Um, I can hear this fan right here, the birds chirping outside. Oh, you're just being scared the shit out of me. My, my skin is, is crawling just hearing all that. Oh <laughs> my, my child God. is on her tablet and we're singing the same song that she's been singing for the last five minutes and no <laughs> other part of the song, just the one that she remembers. <laughs> And also, she keeps tapping me. Oh. And I'm asking her, why is she tapping me? And she's just like, I just want to touch you. Well, can't you just leave your hand idle? Why are you tapping me? Like, I have ADHD. I am overwhelmed right the fuck now. And I look at my phone, trying to find something to make me laugh, to distract myself. And I see you bitching about something that I gave you advice on yesterday fucking for real man and see my libra fr- i got a libra cuz i actually have two libra friends i have a libra friend from back home a libra cuz and my other libra friend and when i tell you i will kaylin if you listen into this shit i will forever love her for this because when i was dealing with a little situation ship and this man really came at me sideways one day and mind you like me and Kaylin like we both been through our shit we both had our toxic relationships with Aries and 
she was like she sat me down one day she got in that auntie voice she had on her mm. little momo and we was on facetime girl and she i said, love a good momo that's her saying <laughs> i love a good momo and she was like you know what ashley at this fucking rate i'm convinced that you're just tolerating this shit because you don't owe this nigga nothing. No, and, God. man. And when I tell you, when she told me that shit that day, like, granted, you know, I had to, after I finally left the situation alone, I had to double back again because I'm fucking hard headed. But, <laughs> but even before I double back, when I tell you that shit still sticks with me to this day, and I'm so fucking grateful she said that because sometimes you need that it's like you can a key 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 and ha 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 so long but it's like when you see that your friend you now see from the outside looking in that your friend is the reason they keep the shit you're going through you can either be one of those friends that are silent about it or you can speak up and say something and luckily because her and i have that relationship where we can call each other out on our we can call each other out on our shit I didn't take it no kind of way. And that be the thing too that gets me is the way I'm set up, I'm an Aries Mars. I know that for a fact, like accurate birth time or not, I'm an Aries Mars. And I tell right. people, when you, if you are my friend and if I'm doing some shit or if it's something I need to hold myself accountable with, I'm like, this is why I get so irritated because I've been holding myself accountable and just having to be hyper overware for so fucking long. Yeah. I want friendships that are not going to uplift me, but call me out on my shit because Man, I get sick I and that. tired. I get sick and tired of calling myself out on my shit all the time. Like it's, 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 it's absolutely exhausting. And it's my like, sister's a Virgo girl. Um, another Gemini friend, and let me tell you something. This is why she and I are friends to this day. We were at work and I had a badass attitude. I got into it with somebody, a, 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 a man, of course, and I'm sitting there and I'm fuming. I'm like, ugh, there. <laughs> and she's like trying to, you know, talk to me. And I'm like, mm hmm. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm not in the mood. Was that not evident? She was like, oh, you need to get that together. And I sat down and said, oh. Man, I just had that moment with one of my friends. Like, at first, I was going to, and like, luckily, once again, luckily, thank God for this relationship. I, I had, I said to a friend, I said, I did, I hit that whole Illinois shit. I said, you good? That was my, that was my pre-warning because I told her I sent this gift of, I forgot what fucking gift I sent her, but the shit had me cracking up. I said, you good? And she said, yeah, LOL, why? And I'm like, bitch, because you pushing the motherfucking waters. Are you good? <laughs> and then that, that's when I was like, okay, Ashley, this is your opportunity. You asked God to put you in positions to help you healthily communicate. And I said, I just think that that was a jab. And she was like, oh my God, because she's neurodivergent too. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She was like, I'm just getting to the point. She's slowly unmasking now. She's like, I'm sorry I got comfortable with you. She's like, I didn't mean it in any type of way. And I was like, okay. But then I was like, I felt bad. But then she was like, don't feel shy. I was like, I'm proud of myself because yeah. the old me would have been just taking it and taking it and I would have internalized it and then I would have ended up taking it out on her and being a horrible friend and that would have been the end yeah. of our friendship. But I'm like, I value the hell out of you. So 
it makes me uncomfortable to say this, but I'm going to say it. And I'm like, I don't know if I should sugarcoat it or just say it straight. So that's why I was like, I'm going to go in with a little gentle. Are you good? Yana <laughs> didn't though. give a damn. She was like, you need to get that shit together. Because what the fuck? You're normally so happy and cheery. Like, whatever the fuck you got going on, you need to take that shit, deal with that shit. Because ain't got shit to do with me. And I was like. I love it we've been good friends ever since like because me I, i'm not used to people calling me out of my shit except my sister uh people are just like oh i'm just gonna leave you alone because she was like girl you need to get that the fuck together i was like are you my mom what the fuck yes ma'am she's younger than me by the way i was like oh my god because because it was it was i'm sitting here at work and shit i could do about it arguing with, with somebody like ma'am you know? Man, and you saying that you just made me realize too, like how you were talking about your counterpart. Like we we know the title, but not gonna get into the title. Yeah. And just I wanted to say this earlier, but how you were saying how it is he's affecting you, man. When I tell you the motherfucker, my motherfucking spiritual team played the dog shit out of my ass. When I met this man, we met through a mutual friend when I was in massage school, and. I'm thinking he, I got, had got a reading done on him. This was like my first ever reading that I got done. Like my, I was like, oh, this man, was when my, so man, that was when my cherry got popped. And she said, yeah, he's a soulmate. He really likes you. He's just, he's transitioning out of a situation and he's confused. And then, you know, I met somebody that I thought was my quote unquote divine counterpart. That nigga wasn't nothing but a whole motherfucking lesson. And it was crazy fast forward to when I was pregnant and I was talking to this girl I was friends with and she, me and her were doing the reading and I told her in the middle of the reading I keep hearing the baby is what's gonna bring you two back together mind you I'm thinking it's the nigga that I'm pregnant by and yeah. come to find out I looking back I called this man on his birthday and I just, it's, it was like those moments when you got that person that's your best friend and you just, yeah. you can't hold it in anymore. You need to tell them, you need to talk to them because you know they're the only one that's going to give you that comfort. And I, I told him I was, girl, and I told him I was pregnant and it's like the look in his eyes, like he was just so hurt. Like how niggas be like, that should have been my baby. That should have been my baby. And you know what? That, I don't even want to go there. Like, girl, we're gonna have to and, have another podcast about the uh, amount of men who feel entitled to our fucking wounds. Like, sir, be and, for real. And see, the thing with him is, he didn't say that, but he's one of those. That's the energy that should have been mine. It's like I can't right. even sit here and stunt when it should have been. Like, honestly right. and truly. It should have. The whole experience would have been better and everything, but it's crazy. And a f months down the line, when I was in denial of the guy I was dealing with that wasn't my person, I heard that again. The baby is what will bring y'all back together. And that's when I finally stopped running from the idea. And I'm like, fuck, this is the nigga they want me to spend the rest of my damn life with. God. <laughs> when you like, have that moment, you're like, ugh. And I was like, damn, that mean I gotta be nice to him? Man. <laughs> and he's a Virgo too. Like we Oh no, but he, he's gotta be sweet. He he is. He's an he's an absolute he's an absolute sweetheart. But he he definitely be pushing the fucking waters. Like if you good was a person, it would be me dealing with him because I just be like 
it be some shit like can't even sit here and stunt. He he's definitely pushed my he's definitely pushed my buttons. Like I've blocked and unblocked this man so many times because I'm just like, and it's not even on some trying to be toxic shit. It's just the fact of no. me needing to hold accountability that you still have your own lessons to go through and you still have your own growing to go through and. I don't have time to keep watching. It's like there's some friends you can sit and be by their side while they make mistakes. And it's like when you're an intuitive and then you're dealing with your counterpart, you already know everything that's about to go down. So it's like me knowing that I may deep down inside still feel some type of way about you. I'm not finna sit back and watch this shit. And then you're over here friend zoning the hell out of me. If not even that, if there was something below the friend zone, Girl, that's that what friend, the fuck you're That friend zone word. And Girl. Because I, through him, I learned to express myself. So I would just say things and I ain't like the response. And I would just be like, is this nigga friend zoning me? Me? You know, that's that that's that Leo that comes out where it's like, excuse me, me, I'm me. Even though I did it. <laughs> like, how dare you what? friend zone me oh, after I friend zone you? you. <laughs> <laughs> the Venetian audacity that we be having. Girl, come on, like, <laughs> but that friend zone is necessary though. I'ma tell you why. Oh, damn. <laughs> I always wanted to be friends with my lover. Like I've always wanted to be friends first. And because of the dynamics of our relationship, it we didn't start off as friends. We were friendly, friendly as hell, but uh <laughs> we didn't really take the time to get to know each other on the surface level. It was more intimately and also like after that got to know each other spiritually so it's like it's 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 a key factor here um my sister her uh, ex-husband gave me some of the best advice and yes i took advice from some i still take advice from somebody's ex-husband i'm gonna tell you why he told me that you have to be friends with your partner because there are going to be times where your friendship is the only thing that you have to depend on. Man. And that is what I carry. And that has deemed to be completely true in my relationship with my counterpart because sometimes I just need my fucking friends. I don't need, I don't need my, my counterpart. I don't need the person I'm in love with. I don't need that. I need a friend. And like, there are some things that I, I can't have conversations about with other people because they wouldn't understand I know he would and because we had we have so much healing to do anything other than friends is very hard for us to be around each other so us being friends gives us that that safety net so that we can and I find myself actually um, as cheesy as it sounds very recently falling in love with him all over again because man don't make me unblock this man <laughs> stop that we're shit getting, right now <laughs> we're getting to know each other as friends though like of course your ego is like this motherfucker got friends on me like I am I am a whole soul food meal with a glass 
of the best wine and man. you come here in the friend zone and do you know how many men but that's my ego talk Hello. you know how men would love to even be in your position and get the attention that you and it's like sis too much dip on your chip relax and I had to say you know it, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to hear this <laughs> but in the off chance that he does he sits through this podcast I mean, he does like podcasts um, I'll have to have I, him as a guest one day oh absolutely that's, that's definitely going to happen I really <laughs> so many levels of our our relationship <clears throat> One uh, pivotal thing was, oh, this was like in February too. So I have a thing. Like I said, my Venus is in Leo. I need a certain amount of attention. If I feel like I'm not getting attention from somebody, if I feel like I'm not getting what I want, you're not giving me my way. I'm a brat. I'm a man saying go and talk to another nigga. And that nigga's gonna give me the attention that you're not giving me. Everything that you're not giving me, and I'm gonna be good. But you know what always happens? I'm always back. Because it never works out with that nigga. Pretenses, but I'm just being honest. And it's crazy because one day he told me he was like, "I was like, why are we not together?" He was like, "Honestly, because whenever we're together, you leave and you leave me for someone else." And I was like, "I do not." Narcissist, me speaking. I do not. How dare you say that? I leave you for myself. This is what I'm telling myself, and this is what I'm, I'm gaslighting him at this point. And I'll mm. be completely honest. I'm like, I don't do that. I leave you for myself, and then I end up talking to somebody because I'm a free agent. That's that Libra energy. Libras be acting like female Libras be acting like niggas sometimes. <laughs> my my one of my best friends is a Libra and we was on the phone one day and I said, bitch, can you turn your inner nigga off for a second, please? God damn. It's off, it's off, it's off, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm soft. So anyway, I was like, no, 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 no. February 2022. Motherfucker made me so mad. I don't even. I don't. I don't even think he knows he made me mad or why he made me fucking mad. Fuck around in front of him. He made me mad. He made me mad, and I was like, all right. I just we just stopped talking, and I was like, I'm gonna go find me somebody else. Oh, and then, you know, your ancestors was like, girl, shut the fuck up. Heavy like, on the fuck up. What? <laughs> what? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, when you get married and have kids with this man, do you think that when he makes you mad and you don't get your way that you can just leave your family up and leave and then go be with somebody else? Bro, why did I, I have like, this same thought a well, month ago? No. And I was like, okay, so you did it with your daughter's dad. You did it with um, the biggest narcissist you ever met. And you do this with him all the time. And he actually told you that this is a huge problem for him, knowing what type of issues he's got. And you do it anyway? And I'm like, well, I'm not doing it on purpose. And it's like, well, you're aware of the fact how it makes him feel. You do it fucking anyway. Whether you do it subconsciously or in his face or out of his face, you're still doing the same shit. Cut the cameras. You getting too personal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sitting here. I feel my fist clenching up. I said, calm down, bro. She ain't even talking to me. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's crazy. And like, you know, I came back with my tail tucked between my legs, not having told him any of this revelation, but just treating him like a king. And there are all these moments where I realize I'm 
completely wrong and it doesn't like I used to justify well he did this it doesn't matter what the fuck he did because I don't have control over him and his actions I have control over my response to his actions so I used to be like extremely toxic and then one day I told him I was like I'm not gonna do it anymore he's like ah, ah we'll see and I, and I was like I can't get mad at him for not having faith in him I have been admitted for the past three years but honestly I changed and I okay Jaheem <laughs> <laughs> I love this person and I don't want to hurt somebody that I love. We getting into the lovey dovey shit. God damn. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna stand here too long because I'm a thug. Uh, Man, this shit triggering. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, I love this too much. And then another realization was it's like, ma'am, do you want this or do you not? My therapist, oh my god. It was my therapist last year. No, that was this year. I think no, that was in December 2021. She was like, so are you gonna tell him how you feel? And I was like, mm, I didn't plan on it. And she was Ooh. like, why not? I, like, I don't know. Your she therapist like, is black. Have you decided yes, I always get a black female therapist. That's the energy I can feel just from you talking about her. That's beautiful. I had, well, I, she and I, uh, we parted ways, uh, and I found a new one. And I have to, my new therapist, I have to tell her, I have to tell myself that she is not one of my homegirls. She's not one of my little friends. She's my therapist. But it'd be so funny because she'll be like, girl, I don't know about that. I'm like, exactly, period. You know, like, but. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, this, uh, this new therapist was like, so, you know, the same thing. I have to decide what role he's going to play in my life. And I have to let him know. She's like, does he even know that you're romantically interested in him? And I was like, no. And she was like, why, why are we the same damn person, bro? Because I was like, why do I need to let him know I'm romantically interested in him? And, like, my guys were like, you have to tell him how you feel. And I was like, for fucking what? They have been telling me this for a year. And you Be fucking for real. I just told, I just told that man how I feel for real. Probably, who is this? Was this in fucking October? When I was just like, yeah, I'm in love with you. <laughs> oh my god, I said that at one one one. Oh, the recording time is at one one one. Oh, you are so cute. <laughs> That's my, but he's, I know that that's my person, so however long I have to wait, I'm going to wait, but it was me surprising, like, this is the person I want, so I'm going to just throw it out. I'm just like, you know, let's just, we can, and I tell him all the time, if we've gotten through what the fuck we've gotten through, <laughs> we can get through anything, trust me. Man, and see, my thing was, my thing was with my person, like, I wanted to develop a friendship with him. It was it was me running from love, but it was also me wanting to develop a friendship. And this nigga just always wanted to wife me up. Like, he wanted to say, fuck a friend, fuck an engagement. This nigga wanted to wife me up on site. So you're and I'm like, So you move slow. Exactly. That doesn't mean express a disinterest. That just means... I, I, a prime example. So, um... If it was an Aquarius. Ew. <laughs> she said, ew. I'm a Libra though. 
guy was like, this is, and I'm gonna be completely honest, like, aside from the point that I've just literally decided that I'm, I'm, I'm content with where I am with my person right now, I don't mind waiting. I had to decide, I'm not dating these things no more. So he's like, a re- the, the Aquarius is like a really cool guy, but um, so many red flags. And like, Aquarius is our walking red flags. The thing is, they're the most sensitive out of air sign men. Mm-hmm. They're really in tune with their emotions and they're very expressive. But I had to tell dude, like, sir, you sitting here talking about you want me to meet your family, you want this, that, and the third. Like, that's a red flag for me. Straight up. I'm a Taurus little. I don't like that. Bro, you just made me have a whole nother realization. That same thing happened with me with an Aquarius that I had dealt with. And this is this is this is how I knew this is when I really realized spirituality is a lot deeper than people think it is. Because I remember I was at this man's house and he told me, I told him, Oh, you're this and that and you're the third to me. And this man looked me in my eyes from his bathroom and he said, I'm about to show you what you should and should not tolerate in a man. And when I tell you, if I ain't took nothing in life with a grain of salt, I took that shit. And literally two weeks after, two weeks after this whole situation got started up, this man was talking about his kids and he asked me like two and a half to three weeks in to move in with him. And I'm like, nigga, I, I'm like, I, the only part of me that you like, let's be fucking transparent here. The only fucking part of me, you know, is my insides Mm -hmm. and you want me to move in with you. And it was just like, looking back, like I used to be like, oh my God, I'm, I'm mad. I didn't take advantage of this. I'm mad. I didn't take advantage of that. And really I was being a fucking stable parent. I'm like, nigga, you're an alcoholic. You are also neurodivergent and you don't fucking know it. You need to be in therapy. You do so much questionable shit that I wouldn't even think that you're a fucking parent. And I'm like, I cannot have my son around that thinking that's okay. And that's when I really had like, he's very adventurous and out there and just like always on the move. Like you would have swore the nigga had Sag in his big three, the way that he's always on the go and I had to realize my child is very much free spirited but my child also needs and he craves structure and I'm just like oh my God. and I'm just and like and the thing about it is is all of that is, yes but I'm telling you my concern with men who try to wife you and they think that it's a compliment because they're like oh you're a good he was like yeah I was like bro you just think that I, I look aesthetically pleasing he was like no you're funny you're smart you're this you're that I'm like okay so you see all of that and you already in love correct that means that um, I'm a question your judgment and everything how the fuck are you going to leave my house when I don't fucking trust your judgment because you make off the wind decisions? I feel like the fucking no. I'm like, no, that's the first red flag. Your impulsiveness is a red flag. The biggest red flag of them all, and the other ones are just supplemental to that big ass red flag. 
because it all boils down to I don't trust your judgment because you're already doing this and we've been talking for how long? Fuck out of here. And see, and the way that I was set up, and this is why, too, why I am celibate now, because I realized, like, I got a freaking healing ass cooch. Like, and that was the biggest thing that man, like, child, like, even even granted given i have my own healing to do my whole sacral energy is healing as fuck because let me tell you whenever we got done aside from the fact that like that nigga damn near helped me write my whole poetry book just off of the sessions that we had but i'm sitting here like how i talked about in my last podcast when I was saying the person that I started developing into being depressed, not doing my makeup, not being vegan, not eating my fruit and doing, and just doing all that other stuff, I started to realize he was uplifted. His business was thriving. He was bringing in money effortlessly. All of the shit that I was doing with my business, like bro, 2020 that's the one thing i'll be standing on 2020 was my fucking year with my business i had only been in business two months four months had two restocks and had already made two thousand dollars just started fresh off in my business and i'm just like and it only kept going up and up and up and it's like the more that i kept that momentum and capitalize I dated a Sagittarius, and I'm gonna, I'm, 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 full moment of transparency. That motherfucker made me cry. And when I tell you, um, that's why they call it Sagittarius. No, for real. Like, <laughs> and it made me bad that he made me cry to the point where my masculine counterpart, like, I, okay, it's, it's, it's crazy because, like, like he, my masculine counterpart is very intuitive. <laughs> Because okay, so long story short, very ghetto. Um, I was at the Sagittarius house, and we had gotten into a very big argument around religion. And I was crying. I drank half a bottle of eighteen hundred. Oh, in a session. Because um, he said something that really hurt my fucking. Uh, because he would not. Get emotion out of me. He wouldn't get a reaction out of me most of the time. So talking to me, he found a very vulnerable point and used it against me and made me cry. Um, and so I started texting my divine counterpart and like he FaceTimed me because he was like, girl, what the fuck you How you gonna casually say you drank half a bottle of 18? Like, where are you? Are you safe? Like he's very protective of me. He's like, where are you? Are you safe? So like I'm in the bathroom on the phone with my masculine and the guy is like in the room and I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck if I'm wrong. And you know, it's, it's very refreshing to have this conversation with him. So he puts two and two together, realized I'm at a nigga's house. And the the guy was talking to me, he's like, Are you were you on the phone with another man? And I was like, No, are you what? <laughs> no. What? So this fucking dick says, I'm I don't want you to sleep in my bed. I'm gonna sit in the guest room so you can go sleep in it. I said, What? 
the guest. I said, I'm not sleeping in my fucking guest room. Like, you came and picked me up, had me over here, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what's going on? <laughs> and, um, you know, like, I continued on the fact that, bitch, I'm not going in that guest room. Um, I was like, you can take me home. He was like, I'm not going to take you home. And I was like, okay, so I'll Uber. So, like, my divine counterpart, you know, couldn't come get me. So, he just sent me the money to get home safe. That's what um, I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's the type of energy that, you know. Send the motherfucking phone. Like, I'm drunk and very fucking embarrassed. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's not supposed to know I ever let another man touch me. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. The guy ends up taking me home, and then I end up FaceTiming my masculine counterpart. He's like, do I know who it is? And I look at him. He's like, never mind, don't tell me. He's like, you want me to beat his ass? I'm like, no, no. He's like, okay. And then, because the, the Sagittarius made me cry. And I'm going to tell you what he said. So, obviously, I'm a spiritual being. I do go to church. Um but you know I am a spiritual person I'm a woman of all religions I take a little bit from each religion and I implement it in my practice so we were playing Uno and I was like obviously I'm a reader I need to shuffle the cards he said something about like my terror. He was like, "You haven't, uh, you haven't been doing them lately. What's going on with that?" I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of break or whatever." Then he said something. Obviously, he said something along the lines of the Bible says that you're not supposed to do that shit. Blah blah blah. Y'all, y'all. What's this dude sign again? You said Sagittarius. Oh my goodness, you giving me flashbacks right now. Ew. And like, I'm like, I say. Well, I try to be as Christ-like as possible, you know, because I'm a Christ-conscious individual. I was like, but majority of Christians, if it came to it, they wouldn't put their life on on the cross for other people because they're too selfish. And he says something, and I'm like, I didn't even know you were a Christian. I looked him dead in his eyes and saw him there because he, he, he. This, this man's been on your insides and he's a Christian? That's the thing. <laughs> he don't carry himself like a Christian. And we've never had like a, con- like he knows that I, I, I do that. He did tell me that his, like he got put in the psych ward because he. And let me tell you something. He told me that he actually projected one time and told his family about it and they put him in the crazy house. I'm like, so bitch, you live right here. But it's 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 rooted, like it's it's rooted, it's parent. My dad is a deacon at the church that I go to. All right. My dad found out that I read Tara. His question is, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in God? Yes and yes. And I, he was like, okay. Jesus was a prophet, daddy. What do you think a prophet is? I've been telling people Jesus was just the first person who, who was conscious. That's it. 
Jesus was just the first person that was conscious. Love me some Jesus. Jesus is my nigga. People are like, you can't say that. That's blasphemous. You think Jesus is mad because I called Jesus my nigga? Jesus be laughing at me and shaking his head. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he, he's like, you can't compare yourself to Jesus. But I didn't compare myself to Jesus. I compared myself to Christians. Like, who are you to say that you would die on the cross? I was like, um, I'm a person. Man, there's many things. I matter. But so you know, I start drinking because he's stressing me the fuck out. Whatever. We like it just escalated because this move was like so fucking bad. Like, he kept fucking going. And I, I, I don't know. I was like, bruh, I was like, you sitting here. And I was like, you put me on a fucking pedestal, bro. Like, I can't, like, what the fuck? Like, I can't be human. And he go, and the, intuitively, you know why this made me feel some type of way. He goes, nobody puts you on that pedestal. You put yourself on that fucking pedestal. I just had to pull my my baseball cap up, sir. What? Yeah, I cried. I was like, wow. And like we would have conversations. He's like, yeah, you don't give a fuck about nothing. Oh, quite the contrary. I'm a believer. I give a fuck about a lot. Now, me letting you know I give a fuck about something is a whole other story. Or me being bothered by something I have no control over. I'm not finna stress. Like, men will be so bad that I'm not finna fucking argue with them. And I got that for my masculine because when we used to have confrontations, and I used to be because I was so used to the person that I became to survive with my daughter's dad, we would get into arguments, and he would be like, I'm upset right now. I'm very upset right now. So I'm going to remove myself from this conversation so that neither one of us says something that we regret. Man, at this point, I would have been like, so can we go to the bedroom real quick? Because that Bro, was- I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. Because my daughter's dad would follow me after an argument. To keep arguing after I'd be like, I don't want to have this argument. So I had, I'm a person who, who's like, okay, this is a heated conversation. Let's just end the conversation. It's not going in a good direction. And so I had been used to that for two years of just like continuing arguing, even when I'm not going to, like boom, boom, boom. To the point where he was like, I'm going to remove myself from this conversation because you can piss me off. That right there is why, Matt, that right there is why when we get angry, because knowing the way that my ass is set up, I would have looked at him and I said, you're removing yourself because you angry? That's a turn on. Oh my God, this man has, has, has husband energy. That's why I'm like, it's worth the way. We gonna work it out. Like, you, you're gonna come to the wedding. It's, it's, it's all gonna work out. You talking about you coming to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the man's gonna be in the wedding and you're like, mm, you can come. Because now I'm like, hey, I, we can end this conversation or we get to this conversation another time it's making me uncomfortable. Like, man, one time we were in person, he was like, yeah, no, I don't want to have this conversation because there's no one to calm you down when you piss me up. Oh, I respect that. Okay. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> and with me being a Taurus and me rolling the throat and having my Mars and Aries, I'd be ready 
to argue all damn day. And it's like I'm not, a, I'm not an argumentative person. I person based on the relationships that I was in. I created that version to survive, and that's it. So when I tried to bring it over to this man, he was like, "I'm absolutely the fuck not having this, ma'am." Miss, see, and my counterpart, he smokes, so it's like. A Virgos already have a Girl. I don't give a fuck. They already have a I don't give a fuck meter. And then you put some weed in that meter too. That oh be, I'll be like, so you just really finna do this? And he'll be like, I'm getting ready to order some food. Knowing my husband is fast. He'll be like, I'm getting ready to order some food. You want me to grab you something? You hungry? First off, you little bald-headed bitch. Yes, I'm hungry. <laughs> be pissing me off that's why i hate it like where if there was if if food i i know that's like gift giving but if food was a love language that would come before words of affirmation for me if you want to shut me up Taurus moon i feel you girl because like excuse me like <laughs> Man, I can't wait. And see, this is the crazy part. This is the wild part. I've described this connection in the way that I've described it. You would think that we've met in person. I have not even met this man yet. Mm, you don't look Huh? Yeah, like, the energy is familiar. Like I said, I know, my masculine, I know my masculine intimately. I know him spiritually. Uh, I, I, I know some things about him on the surface level, but our connection is, is past the surface level. And I'm like, this man is fine as fuck. Okay, do you understand? I already like, had a vision. I seen him. I was getting ready to say, sis, sis, sis. Girl, it's like, when I, I, be, I, be, look, I be like, y'all, thank you. Because... Whew. Man, that's what I be telling myself. I would, I used to sit up and swear I would never deal with light skin man, but I'll be like, sis, they literally sent you. They, girl, I'm like, they literally sent you. I know he light skin. girl, let me. Girl, I'm. You think I'm kidding? This whole time, I told you when I first did your reading when we first met, I had a vision of him, and I was like, do he look like this and look like that? And then the more that you keep talking about him. His his features and stuff are coming in, but yeah, my dude is light skin yeah. too. Light skin. Like he is blessed. I saw him the other day. I was like, God bless him. Because I've never been a person who's like been into somebody because of the way that they look. I um, should have given my date in history. <laughs> To be quite honest, girl, <laughs> and you know he's like super duper uh like me. I remember one time we're having a conversation, and I <laughs> I will never forgive him for this shit. We're having a conversation, and I was like, yeah, um, do I look like the type of person to date somebody because of how they look? This motherfucker said, I know you, I know you aren't. <laughs> I was like, what are you insinuating that my exes are ugly? Oh my god. That's what he was trying to say. Man, I was. <laughs> then I woke up one day and I was like, "Well, shit, I need to find you physically attractive." And, and I was like, "Okay, that's not shallow. I need, I need, I need to find you physically attractive. I need it's, it. It's not shallow at all." And I just recently told a friend that I said, "Bitch, I've been dating too many motherfucking questionable creatures for too long." Right. I not just 
Girl, like I've I've the guys that I have dated, like like I just I'm like I deserve better and I'm like I need to just like how I've come to the conclusion of how I am as a person and I've realized like nigga, I may want to have a baby with you and I've I gone that too like that too. I've, I've, I've seen some women make beautiful babies with a face. I'm gonna just say a face only a mother only could a mother love could type love. man. But because and the baby came right, and I'm like, but I've had visions of my child. I've seen my child. I was having dreams of my child when I was pregnant with my son, and I'm just like, I. That I really? He did. When I was like seven months pregnant, she came to me in a dream and it was her two-year-old self. She looked like she looked when she was two. And she said, everything's going to be okay, mommy. That's how she called me mommy. So like, I, I wouldn't refer to myself as mama. I would always refer to myself as mommy. So she calls me mommy. I kid you not, them spirit babies, I told you, they bad as hell. One of my spirit babies sounds just like Madison, but her voice is just a, a, a little bit higher. And she calls me mommy too. And sometimes I just hear, I'm like, oh, these spirit babies really just be. Your son is hilarious. <laughs> that little boy cracks me up. Aww. Oh my goodness, he is so okay. Funny. Can you ask him if he is a Marvel or DC fan and tell him that he better have the right answer? <laughs> His energy gives me anime water sign a water sign that likes anime but it's weird he's very diverse what very he's very very um he's very diverse it's like it's weird it's that balance he gets that sense of balance from you like he's one he it's like almost like he's gonna be like one of those like captain of the quarterbacks but it's like behind the closed doors so to speak or the people that really know he's him a fucking nerd. he's a whole nerd and it's like <laughs> i just like i keep getting like heavy water energy from him because like how you be saying the only two or all the water signs are quiet but Scorpio gets mysterious but there's really nothing mysterious about him it's but it's either it's either a cancer cancer or a Pisces and if that's usually so I pick up people's risings before I pick up their sun so that could be his uh, rising sign because I know you told me you're like he's very quiet he usually doesn't open up to people girl that day when I first met you he said damn time he said tell her I like this I like that these are my favorite colors I like it has to be I like her sister is just so fucking vocal like she showed up in my and it's like it was so crazy the dream that I had of my daughter like I will never and I've, I've had several dreams of her and like this last one goodness gracious twin, twin girls hmm? twin girls there you go with the twins again oh I said that already mm-hmm. not only you said that Somebody else has said that. My sister has two sets of twins, so me having twins is very possible. Same. <laughs> and then I heard that once you're over 30, the likelihood of you having multiples is very <laughs> it, It's what? 
It's very likely. You know what? Um, let me tie these tubes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Man, I think for me, and I've always talked about this, my thing, because at first, like, with me, both me and my son being neurodivergent, I'm like, no, I'm I'm one and done. Because it's just, it's it's a lot to mentally handle. And, like, my friend um, that does spirit baby reading, she's the one that really put me on. She's the one that connected me to my daughter on a deeper level because I already had, like, a really close relationship with her when I was pregnant with her. But when my friend, like, I still have the reading to this day, and I'll, like, go back and visit it every blue moon, and I'll be like, this little girl sound like a damn handful. But it's like, <laughs> shit, even when I was, she was an Aries, too. I don't even know if I ever told you that. She was supposed to be a... um. Aries and that's really when I really started to grow some balls because I would be doing readings and people would just be so rude and it's like she really did not she did not like that shit like she was like a whole fireball like my son is protective but he's 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 protective but he's also a goofball at the same time but it's like her it's it's man those Aries that's why I love Aries because Aries Aries are very protective. My and child said, she said, okay, so this is somebody. It, 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 the person, like, it, the relationship don't matter, but it's, it's somebody in my family. Uh, somebody else was hanging out with that said person. And Maddie goes, my, the person was like, yeah, I'm hanging out with so-and-so. And Maddie was like, so-and-so. Oh, I don't like so and so. And I was like, "Why don't you like so and so?" She's like, "I just don't like so and so." And um, like we were having a conversation. I was like, "You know, because you don't like so and so because they're mean." She was like, "Oh no, that's not why I don't like them." I was like, "Well, why?" She was like, "Because you don't like them." And I was like, "Baby, just because I don't like somebody don't mean." That you don't like them. She was like, yes, it does. In my head, it does. If you don't like somebody, I don't like them either. And that's it. Period. I was like, okay, well, you're right. <laughs> the silence is loud. <laughs> because I'm like, you know what? She sure told me. Like, So I'm like, well, if you don't like somebody, we don't like them either. But that's automatic. Like, She's had like stats and she's like, so-and-so was being a bully today and I was like oh we don't like so-and-so she was like yeah 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 <laughs> y'all two like, are yeah. freaking hilarious and I mean it makes she sense because y'all sister yeah. signs I needed her I tell people that all the time I needed her because she teaches me to be a lot more vocal that Aries energy teaches me how to be a lot more vocal <laughs> and me being a Libra I teach her like oh how could we have said that so it does not come out so eh. mean yeah that's how, that's how she is though that's how she is and see the crazy part like I know like astrologists be all like there's no such thing as a cusp and I'll be like bruh when I looked it up cause let me tell you let me tell you how this man this Taurus manifestation shit is so strong when I was younger when and as I got older I used to always say I feel like I had a twin mind you I have two I have three twins my actual divine counterpart this girl that um I call my sister 
and then my son. I always used to say my twin would be the opposite of me. They would be loud and fun and all this stuff. And boom, there's my son. This is where the similarities come in. I am a Mercury. My Mercury's in Taurus, I think. I think his Mercury is in Taurus. My Venus is in Gemini. His Venus is in Taurus. He is a Gemini sun, but he's on the cusp. So he's also technically a Taurus and it very much shows. I am a Sag moon. He is also a Sag moon. I'm Aries Mars and he's an Aries rising. That right there is when I realized the power of the tongue. Because I'm like, God literally gave me what I have been asking for my entire life. And this is too when I said I was going to like put together a class to manifest. Because the biggest thing I've learned is all of my manifestations have come true. But I did not manifest discipline. I did not manifest how to handle it. I did not manifest the tools needed because bro, when I be telling you it be sometimes and then too my son is a reincarnation of an ancestor of mine and I be literally oh, I get that one of my uh one of my my future kids is going to be a reincarnation. And I'm like, "Cool." Can it be somebody that I'm, I, I'm going to get along with? <laughs> Child, and it's, it's crazy because, like, it's when you be, like, when it's an, it's an oracle, it's an intuitive, when you channel shit, some shit you don't be thinking it's for you. Like, a couple months ago, yeah. I kept saying, I feel this trickster energy around me, but it wasn't, like, a bad thing. It was, like, a funny hee-hee-ha-ha ha type of thing. I was and Girl, and I got a genie, I got a divine mediumship and an ancestor genealogy reading from this girl on Facebook called the Black Godmother. Highly recommend her. And child, she 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 told me about an ancestor on my mother's side. And I'm writing down, taking notes, and I'm reading the notes. I'm like, why the fuck does this sound like my son? And I asked her, I said, is this ancestor that you are speaking of reincarnated through my child? She said, hold on, let me ask. And she said, what's your son's name? I said, it's it's X, Y, and Z. And she was like, yeah, that's who that is. And when I tell you, chills <laughs> went through my body. And this is where shit gets even more interesting. Not only is this ancestor reincarnated through my son, at the end of the reading, something told me to look up in the rearview mirror of the car. I look up, this ancestor is sitting in the back seat of my car. Oh, goodness. We, we were talking about that, um, the mediumship. Girl. I have my reservations, but we're going to talk about that, and you're going to give me some tips. Try, I'm going to try to give you tips as much as I can, because they, <laughs> they just awakened this gift in me. They awakened this gift shortly after I got an eye reading from this girl on Facebook. And that's when I found out. You're supposed that, to send me that too. I need that too. Yeah, I'm going to send that to you. And she, that's when my mask fell off because I told her about me being neurodivergent. And she said, Yeah, it came up in your eye reading that you're on the spectrum, but some people are sensitive about that. So I didn't say anything. And it was like, that was almost like my rebirth slash initiation because I kid you fucking not. Two weeks or so after I got that eye reading, I was knocked the fuck out. And next thing I know, mind you, I've always seen shadows here and there. I've seen shit out the corner of my eye. I woke up and seen all these fucking shadows on the ceiling and I jumped up and I lost my shit. I'm like, what the hell is this? And it's like, 
it's only what is this freaking november and this i got that eye reading in like mid late august it's only heightened since then and i'm just like who the fuck told you guys to let my mask that i've had on for 28 years fall off and in the Please. same goddamn breath expose me to this medium shift gift that i wasn't ready for You like sis, I have she, no words. <laughs> no, because she was like, yeah, medium ship I was like, girl, what? Girl. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> Be on TikTok. Like, what are you I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing it talking to, you know, those. She was like, you already do that. I mean, yeah, with a filter, yes. With no face, with no shadow, with no figure that you can see. Yeah, it's it's literally just me and 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 it's they're they're telling in in the voices I hear are my own. You think it's <laughs> your own ancestor, but it's it but it's not like somebody else's like if I'm channeling energy from a man, I don't hear a man's voice. You know, it's like it's not <laughs> I don't know about all that, but Man. you know, you can't, I, I, I'm not one who's going to uh, ignore my gifts because I know how that how that goes. Man, <laughs> that's how I got started. And I think too, sometimes that's why I low key be taking it offensive when people be taking tarot and shit is a joke. Like, granted, there are some people that just read for themselves, but I'll be like, I think the reason I take it personal is because. I didn't ask to be a tarot reader. I did not ask to read cards. Like, if anything, like, the girl that I told you about, that's my twin, like, literal twin. I'm going to have to tell you that story. That's going to have to be a story um, off off the record because that shit is insane. But I told her, I was like, she got a reading for the first time. And she's like, yeah, you should read my cards. I'm like, girl, I'm not reading the fucking cards. I don't want to read tarot. She's like, look, can you just look at them? Tell me what you hear. And then we'll go from there. I was like, all right, all right, my stubborn ass. She sends me the cards. Mind you, this is my first time ever looking at cards. And I'd read them verbatim to what was in the guidebook. Not based on her situation, but equivalent to the guidebook. She says, sis, that's your sign. She said, you literally read to me damn near what this man said in the guidebook and that af after that that deck that picture of those cards that she sent me i got my deck and that was my my first ever deck but i think that's what be bothering me because i'll be like some people really are like this is their whole path like i really didn't want to do it and some people just be doing it for shits and giggles and for money and i take that very mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. i took that very personally very and I and what also I take personal is people are like, hey, do you have your cards? Like it's a fucking uh, magic trick. Like girl, get the fuck out of my face. No, I don't have my cards, but I don't need my cards to tell me that you're an asshole. Man, and that's the thing that people don't be understanding. There is a difference between a card reader and an intuitive. And this is one thing too why I've really had to tap into my solar plexus energy and my sacral energy because it'll be moments that I like even being having been doing reading since 2019 I still have moments every blue moon that I doubt myself but the minute somebody pisses me off and that fire kicks in I start blurting shit off that people didn't even know situations they didn't know about and I have to literally stop myself because I'm just like the fact that I can already read without cards, but baby, when I'm pissed, when I'm pissed, 
that's a whole that's a whole different ball game and i'm just like i need to find a way to channel that inner fire without getting angry yeah because that's yeah, bad cause when you're angry them readings you be slaying them cards like um i the reading that i had with mama was that that let me know i was like yeah because i you know i know i'll never be a reader she was like who said that i was like oh no you know it's not for me to be a reader a reader and that's okay she's like you're an oracle like me um and then she was like you uh like i was on the phone with her didn't have anything in front of me and she was like you um you just read my card without seeing them that's beautiful just going through my body (laughs) and so like a lot of times when I tell people when people ask me they're like hey can I get a reading and I say some shit like I don't need cards to tell you blah 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 that means intuitively chill the fuck out like I tell like my friend was like what should I do I was like girl I don't need cards to tell you that you need to to blah 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 part of it's common sense the other part is intuition and I know they get mad because like they want me to do and I'm like the cards are are for y'all I don't need them. The cards are for you guys. So you can feel better. I don't need the cards to know like Man, it's just like labels on a product. If if the if the box didn't say it was mac and cheese, you wouldn't buy it even though you know it's mac and cheese. Correct. And that's I don't need no mac no mac and cheese. Man, don't get me started, shit. You already hear my voice already sound back to normal after I've been doing all these herbal steams and girl, all this stuff. And I told myself, I said, sis, you need to start back practicing what you preach. You are not supposed to. It's 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 preventative versus reactive. I'm like, you should not be doing this because you're sick. You need to be doing this all year round so you don't get sick. And see too, and that just, that really made me think too, like how just even with the spiritual journey, how sometimes you gotta fall off to get back on. And that's too, like when I had that whole realization of me being a bad friend, because growing up and just growing as I got older, just being in this whole cycle of perfectionism, not wanting to make any mistakes, not wanting to fall. But it really only got to that point when I realized, when I was hyper aware of my journey it was like the journey was no longer fun anymore but it really wasn't that it wasn't fun anymore it was that I was getting older and I needed to be more responsible about my my actions and the things that it is that I did and that not but see a lot of people don't I'm not gonna say acknowledge but because acknowledge is like Oh, people don't appreciate that. Like, no. Appreciate what? Gross. <laughs> Man, they don't. And that's why, too, like, I take it really personal when I've gotten in arguments with people that I've fallen out with and they told me I'm the same damn person. And I'll be like, no, the old me would have cussed you out or not even that I would have blocked you and I wouldn't have even had this conversation. Whereas the new me, even still now, 
there's conversations that I have to have that I'm not comfortable with. And a lot of times people be saying we need to have the uncomfortable conversations, but we also need to talk about how to have them. Because a lot of us did not grow up having that because our parents gave us the silent treatment. Our parents didn't know how to communicate themselves or the whole instead of getting an apology from our parent we got asked did you want to go to the grocery store <laughs> no, listen. I'm like this is why she i ended up being a fat ass now because i'm always at the grocery <laughs> store shit every time when i freaking voice message you i'll be like girl i'll be like i'm at the grocery store getting some and i'll be and like you're like and see and even too like with now like i was a very strict vegan but right now i'm going through the phase where i'm giving pescatarian a try granted i'm allergic to shrimp and all that stuff like it's not like a deathly or allergy but more so like oh, a, you're just allergic to shellfish that i don't know because there that's when i or shellfish I will never know because I have a big thing with textures and seafood isn't like meat. It doesn't have that slight toughness to it. Like with me, the only time I could eat shrimp as a child is if it was popcorn shrimp. The very tiny one, not the medium, not the jumbo, the tiny. If it wasn't the tiny, I could not eat it. But it's like now the only thing that I've given a try with, I guess, being a pescatarian, um, I'm started eating salmon again and i eat sushi but i don't eat the real sushi i be eating the imitation shit because i tried sushi with real fish and i'm like y'all motherfuckers are gross <laughs> what in the what in the, it's it's a very acquired taste and i'm just like this gotta be how niggas feel when they eat pussy and they're not doing Oh not my god, right? right? <laughs> Cause I was just like, this shit is gross and that's what I'm like, alright. So raw sushi is out the table. But yeah, I've been I, I I've been eating some tuna and some salmon and the one thing I did notice and this is why I tell people when it comes to like vitamin deficiencies and shit like that, pay attention to the certain things like even too i think it's omega three six and nines i think too that has something to do with vision and i noticed every time i would eat sushi or every time i ate fish my vision got a little bit clearer mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so that lets me know this is something that i need more of but yeah i've been having a ball being a pescatarian like i don't care about that's not touching pescatarianism that's what i want to do it's fun especially or, with or just lack like a, being a, a lacto I hate titles and shit, but that's technically what it would be because I need to free myself from the shackles of dairy. We've had this girl. I'm not going to say on this podcast what <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, yes, I am. Look, okay. So, <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. And you are? <laughs> that's why my fart was deadly. Oh so my god. I- <laughs> and I farted. Because I had to fart. I'm like, I'm a nat- I'm a natural human being. I get gas. It's it's part of eating dairy. So I farted and my child was like, Oh my god, that's stinky, that's stinky, that's stinky. And she proceeded to fuck the fry. 
because my fart smelled so bad and I was I was fucking mortified to understand it. I was like something has got to give if my flatulence brings my child to tears I have to do better with my life and I was like I'm gonna wean myself off of dairy because you know your child deserves better he deserves so much better <laughs> I remember the day you sent me that voice message. I was doing dishes. Oh my God. I was like literally gasping for air, hanging on to the fucking sink. I was crying. And my son was like, Mommy, are you okay? What's wrong? I was like, No, I was over here. Nothing, baby. Nothing. He said, Are you okay? Man, man, man. That poor baby. Yeah, that was, was that like, was oh, she had like a whole song, you know, they, they, they make songs. I was like, girl, chill out, y'all smell that bitch. She was like, yes, it does. You need to go to the bathroom. I was like, damn. <laughs> Man, that'd be my son. When he would call me out on my shit, when I would be eating something, I ain't got no business doing. Like one day I had a donut. And mind you, I've completely taken him off, like, a lot of sweets and stuff with me trying to heal him and everything and just getting his body right. And I was eating a donut, and he was like, Mommy, can I have one? I said, no. He said, why? You're eating one. Mm. I'm like... My child is like that, too. A a lot of things I don't do because I am a person who leads by example, and if I don't do it... mm Mm-hmm. Right. And that's exactly why I had to, when we got sick, I'm like, all right, I ain't been sick in three years and this shit caught me off guard. That's why I had to start back doing like the juicing and being serious because I had a whole reaction. I was juicing back in January of 2019. I had a cheese craving and I succumbed to it and I was broke out in hives for four days and that shit like low key gave me PTSD and I never juiced again and I'm like look I gotta get back on my shit but I've really been enjoying it and it's exposing my son because now my son drinks herbal tea and he's been drinking the juices and stuff and especially with autistic kids shit like that is hard to get in their system like it's Mm -hmm. fucking hard but I'm just like I'm, I'm grateful for it like granted this was one of the things that was on my list to manifest but i'm like y'all i didn't ask it to manifest like this with you manifested it though so it's it's crazy different we have different ways like i had to find my niche like i have a visual uh a virtual vision Mm -hmm. i upload the photos to amazon photos and i let it play as a screen show on my television so like as that's smart I'm looking at it and it's it's ingrained in my brain. And like when I want to specifically manifest something, I'll make a, a, a playlist, a folder, and I'll add those things and it'll just keep playing them on the loop. Um and reminding like, yeah, this is what you're this is what you're doing. This is what you're you're here for. And see for me, the way that I manifest, like I'll write it down or like with me, like just with whole Taurus ruling the throat thing, I will speak on some shit. My, this is the thing. I can c- consistently speak on it. I just can't try to have control over it. But I've noticed when I constantly speak it, 
it ends up happening. But my my issue, my little buffer in between that is I'm manifesting it, but I'm not manifesting the discipline, the consistency. So it's that like That is so key. And it's like being neurodivergent, it's it's that's that's the biggest thing being neurodivergent. You can't manifest shit without the discipline and consistency because as soon as that motherfucking dopamine is gone, Girl. the discipline and consistency is gone right with it. And I'm like, sis, you cannot heal your ADHD and autism if you are not manifesting the discipline and consistency needed to keep you going. Like, and that's a whole revelation I just had as I'm sitting here talking about it. And like, it, it like that when I'm talking to other people who are on the same like wavelength because it's like you, 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 you be like fucking facts. And I have to write that shit down. Like, if I'm having a conversation with somebody on the same wavelength, I'm going to take something away from it. Because mm-hmm. I have learned that I am. There's always going to be something to take away from the conversation. Whether I said it or they said it. Somebody that said it. Man, that is that that is so true. And I'm like, too, because I'm like, I got like a whole list of classes that I want to hold. But I'm at first, and that's where that imposter syndrome, I'm like, girl, you ain't been in this long enough to hold classes. And I have to yes, tell myself. You have because you're going to teach people what you know up until now. And see, and that'd be the thing I have to remind myself of. I'd be so fixated on looking at where I am now if it's not where exactly where I want to be. But I'd be like... For where you are now. You have to celebrate that. Even if it feels like a small win, you're not where you want to be, but you are further than you were. And give mm-hmm. your for that. And that's exactly what I've been telling myself because I recently went into my like notes where I have all my classes that I want to hold. And that's what keeps coming up. Like even too, like my my ancestors will literally slow my money down if they know that I'm not putting myself in alignment. And they've been telling me, you need to step away from some of the shit that you're doing and you need to go back into teaching. And they're like, you keep saying you want to work smarter, not harder. Mm. You could hold a class with seven people because I, I usually say seven to ten is my max. With me being a tourist, I like to keep my classes small and intimate. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you could literally what you make from X, Y and Z products, you can make that off of having this many people in one class. That's two hours. That's yes. It's a, they're like, yes, it's a lot of prep, but that's two hours of your day. And then you can go relax. You can go take a road trip. You can go out to eat. You can go shopping, do whatever. But they're like, if you want to work smarter and not harder, you got to put in the work behind that. And that's been where I need to manifest the the consistency and the discipline because they've been yelling all week. You need to start back teaching. And that's why, too, I've been (laughs) yelling at you. Girl, and that's why I've been like too. A lot of people don't realize like how B Simone B Mark have herself as the marketing queen. It's always a method behind my madness, like how I've been. I told, and what's so crazy is the whole bathing thing. She's smart. Barely. I realized why Not she put that shit past her. I'm like, y'all, if y'all really believe that this woman, like, okay, as a girl, and she's an Aries. We do I think. have our moments. I ain't gonna lie. As a neurodivergent, if I'm sitting in the house, I ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I ain't touching no outside air. I may skip a day. Like, we just be honest. Like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fully transparent. And that's part of 
neurodivergency. Sometimes it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a child before I leave the fucking house. Nobody's going to ever smell me. Sometimes you're like, okay, I took a bath yesterday. And, you know, I promise I'm going to take a bath tomorrow when I wake up. I'm like, you know. And seeing that be a thing, like when I was reading the comment section, everybody was like, oh, I got to take two and three showers a day. And I'll be like, bitch, I'm, conv- I'm convinced that you just said you got a yeast infection without I'm, saying I'm, you got I'm, a yeast I'm, infection. I'm in Texas. I live in Texas. And in the summertime, if I'm out, sometimes I take two showers a day. That's of course, if it's a must. I'm out in the morning and I'm out in the evening. In between that, because stress with something else you want and then shit don't let you have a hormonal issue then the sweat is like 5.0 bro bro like why why <laughs> but like if i'm at home chilling it ain't nobody gonna spell me like oh yeah i'm gonna live it up you know <laughs> but it's just it's crazy, you know like if I, but if i was neurotypical i probably would take two showers a day i probably would shit they got more dopamine and energy to do that shit like i and that's why too like i've been pushing with people like i really be pushing with people with being neurodivergent why not even just so much healing because whenever i speak on like i told you before we got on the phone whenever i speak on healing they be like oh my god you're treating it like it's a disease i'm like no i'm treating I'm, it I'm like i'm like it's drunk. something that affects my life girl like right? bro it's shit like, me. Like, oh you have adhd that's quirky <laughs> bitch what <laughs> like, the wheels never stop turning with or without wd-40 <sighs> Neurotypicals need WD-40 for their wheels to turn. Our wheels turn with or without it. And that's what makes it. I went to bed at 4 a.m. I'll be wondering. I'll be like, because I didn't finally untrained my body to get out of that staying up late habit. Thank God, because a bitch was going the fuck through it. But... I was like, one day I said, damn, I'll be like, I don't, I'll be trying to be soft. I'm like, I don't want to text her because I don't know if she might be asleep. And then I'll be, I go on Facebook because they be waking me up to meditate at three in the morning, which I don't be doing. Like, I'll talk to y'all when I'm fully awake. I'm not doing this shit right now. (laughs) And I'll go on Facebook and I see you a kiki kaka and I'll be like, oh, damn, she still (laughs) wants be having a fucking ball on there. I'll be cracking up. Like a moment of transparency. I um because I'm a neurodivergent person and I don't like my anxiety. I'm on a medication that helps me with my anxiety. I'm not ashamed to say that I need a little bit of extra help. Imagine if people weren't so embarrassed to admit that they need a little bit of extra help to deal with their mental health issues. We would all be a lot more happy. I'm on Lexapro and it makes me have insomnia. It's like, so do I want to do I want to not sleep or do I want to not have anxiety? Like it's like, and this is this is why people would want to treat their neurodivergency because it's like, why do I have to choose between sanity and sleep? Okay, man, (laughs) it's not fucking fair. Neurotypical people don't have to choose between these two things. Like the fuck. And that's exactly what it is I be saying. And that's why, like, I had to make the decision, like, 
just even for me when I was asking you about the medication it's like sometimes people will think like it's something wrong if you have to go that route but it's like for me I told myself and just like how when I used to smoke and I told myself the minute that I start using it to run away from my issues I'm done I got to that point and I have not yeah I have not touched it in its entirety since but I told myself the same promise with the medication so I can get myself organized and get myself to the other way I want to I said if it gets to the point that I am not doing what I need to do to heal my body and I just use the medication forever as a crutch and there's nothing wrong with that sometimes some people don't have the knowledge to know that these neurological disorders are not permanent or at least for some people depending on what part of the spectrum they're on even though people are sensitive about that term but it's like be fucking for real the spectrum helps people to understand better like a lot of people when i started telling people close to me that i was that i had autism they were like bitch what i'm like yeah that's why it's called a fucking spectrum because you guys would have never known that i'm that that too and you're masking that's what people don't realize like i've had adhd my whole life oh people are like oh she's just lazy oh she's just always late she's inconsiderate of our time oh she's just moody bitch i am overstimulated i'm late because my concept of time is not the same as yours i will sit here and blink and, and for you, it's been an hour. For me, it's been five seconds. Like, my yeah. concept of time is totally different from people's. I don't want to be late. If I didn't work from home, I would be late to my job. But I cannot because I work from home. And I and have several me. alarms set. Girl, don't get me started. We we exchange screen recordings of our alarms. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> and when I, bro, when I tell you, like, it got to the point, even too, for my son, because I've been, like, experiment, experimenting with, like, different herbs and herbal blends. And now, because I've learned from research and from him being a guinea pig, like, most teas, especially if you're giving a tea to a neurodivergent child, it's best given 30 minutes before bedtime. Because I would always give it to him right before bed, then be pissed off when he'll still bouncing off the fucking walls for 30 <laughs> whole minutes. On the bouncing. Okay. Girl. And then just bouncing off the walls for 30 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta find a way to get this together. And then that's when I started giving it to him 30 minutes before bed. Next thing I know, I don't hear shit. He knocked the fuck out. And it's like, too, the biggest thing I've experimented with is dosages and giving it to him at night versus during the day. I know during the day I have to do more lemon balm and kind of reel back from the skull cap and passion flower because those are more sedative, I guess you can say, than the lemon balm. So it's more lemon balm during the day just for the relaxation and just to kind of mellow him out and then more skull cap and passion flower at night to really amp that up. So that's that's been my whole journey. And honestly, I've really enjoyed exploring what herbs do and don't work for him. Because even too, I've noticed 
that language barrier that was there from his nervous system constantly firing off within these last few days or like a week half like half of a week my son has said so much shit that i didn't even know he could say he's doing things in school i didn't know he can do all because of this herbal combination and that i've been giving him because you're not, and the thing is you're not necessarily trying to take the neurodivergence away you're treating the symptoms that are around it like it's it's because of the symptoms that happen so i have something that helps me with this because like fucking lemon balm is like liquid marijuana and i don't give a fuck so it does the same thing i believe that an ssri is doing because all of all all the fucking lexapro is doing for me is producing um, serotonin. Mm. It's increasing my production of serotonin because my body doesn't produce enough serotonin. That's why I can't fucking sleep. So, you know, I try to balance it out with heart cherry extract that helps me with that, but it is like <clears throat> my body is just, after a while my tolerance is just like girl, be fucking for real. But when you think about it, though, kind of going back on that, and I've had this, like, I've had this talk, like, briefly with people, and I think, too, the biggest thing I've learned when I've talked to other parents is, and just even intuitively, because I can hear people's thoughts, too, if I really want to tap in, and the biggest thing I've heard people say is they're afraid all these quote-unquote superpowers that neurodivergence be given and just the spiritual gifts and the personality, people be afraid if you heal that it's going to take away but you got to think about it like say somebody's a diabetic and they heal their gut they heal their nervous system pancreas liver all the things encompassing that comes with diabetes the minute you take the symptoms away are they still considered a diabetic if they if it's reversed no so isn't that the same to say with neurodivergency if not only the symptoms are healed but everything is reversed wouldn't it would they at that point be considered neurotypical well yeah because she would operate like a neurotypical person so that's been like my thing how would you identify if like say when people because i've seen like kids that have had their autism and adhd reversed that's what made me really believe in what it is that i'm doing but it's like how do you identify after that You've been saying you're neurodivergent, you're autistic, and you have ADHD all your life. How do you identify once that's reversed? Mm. That's that gray area nobody talks about. Well, the thing about me, I, I would definitely advocate. I would let people who are interested, because some people don't have an interest to do it. And that's fine. That's them. That's nice and all. But I, will, I, I don't know about y'all. I want to be neurotypical. I would like, Hello. I would like to get shit done. I would like to not take every damn tone and thing so damn personal because I can't separate if it's my spiritual gifts or if it's the neuro, if it's the neurodivergency. And I think that's what kind of bothers me and makes me angry at times is because I'd be like, God, what in the flying fuck made you think giving me spiritual gifts and neurodivergency was a good idea and there's literally a great area between what's a gift and what's the neurodivergency <laughs> like 
who told you I need to constantly replay the same songs over and in my head, but if I hear a song in that same breath, it's a fucking channeled message. But you know what? You know what? No, okay. I... Yeah. 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 Listen. Because you would still handle those songs, the difference is you would not be singing that shit, bro. Like, so, like having a kid and watching like kids shows, like fucking TikTok, it, like it'll just be on a loop in my head. And I'll even say it out loud. Like, it, it'll just like it'll be a different like it'll be a different phrase. And I know for a fact that those are channeled messages. Mm-hmm. But it just wouldn't be so fucking repetitive. Like you'll hear the song <laughs> and you'll write it down as a neurotypical person and go the fuck on about your dad. But as a neurodivergent person, no, you're going to be. What was the what is the last thing that was on? Okay, so uh... <laughs> oh my god, Madison was watching like the Sago Mini Friends, and there were these two little gnomes on there, and every Wednesday they got married. And they were like, we're getting married again. (laughs) It's Wednesday and you're my best friend. We're getting married again. And I for like four fucking days. I just, and Madison's like, mommy, stop it. Mommy, stop it. Man, meanwhile, every time my ass eat a salad, I gotta be like, it's a chicken <laughs> salad. No, like, <laughs> like, I'll be like, bitch, this motherfucker got tuna in it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you don't oh even eat God. chicken. You hate chicken. It's disgusting. There's something that Madison kept saying, and I would like say everything in the tune of it. I can't fucking remember. And then for a while it was, I don't know, our table, it's broken. broken. <laughs> and I would just say things in that tone. I'd be like, oh no. <laughs> She'd be like, oh my baby, be the fuck up for me. <laughs> She'd be like, mommy, stop it. Like, it'd be, first off, she's not a morning person. So it'll be like fucking five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, us getting ready for school and me just repeating things over and over again. <laughs> mommy, please. It's stuck in my head because of you. Girl, and see with me, like the song that's been on read, this is one thing that I've, now that you mentioned that, this is one thing I've learned. Like the song Melody by Ray J has been playing in my head at random moments, but I realized my ancestors and my gods like to fuck with me all the time. Like if you would think that they're all Gemini's, because why the fuck do y'all make everything a damn joke? And they're like, we keep telling you that this is a song for somebody in the collective, but you won't put the song in. It's always it's, you. It's, it's, it's for you. It's for me. Well, I'm glad I could get that message out there for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll text you and tell you what that means. I know too. Know. Oh my god, that's so fucking crazy. We we're gonna have to make this a regular 
thing or we gonna have to we're gonna have to work out the details out, outside of yeah because it's gonna have to be a part two because i just looked down at the phone and it said 139 minutes right how does that work how does that work too because it's like <laughs> do you fish out the parts of the randomness or you just keep it oh no sis i keep it because when i um when i had my other friend on my podcast and our podcast, that podcast was like an hour and 16 minutes long. And that's my highest listened episode. So the people, oh, wow. the people be here for the shenanigans. They be here for all the shenanigans, especially because I'm starting to take that mask off and show this side of me yeah. on social media. They're like, yeah. oh, this is a whole nother side of her. We don't get to see. So it's like, no, it that'd be- my dad who, who was like, you need to show the world who you really are. Cause like, there are some people who will tell you like, you are just always such a serious person. And there are some people who be like, that bitch like too fucking much childish I can't Like, and I, I don't, I, because for a long time I was like, you motherfuckers aren't really And it's like, if you're, you are like a, an intriguing person. So like, people don't know. And I'm like, you know what? I have, I'm, 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 you know, rightfully so. I need to give the world a taste of who I am. See, and my my business mentor said that when we were having some discussions and stuff about my business, and she was like, we were using things to describe the business, and she was using words to describe me. And the first word she said was charismatic, and I was like, like low key, almost in tears. And she was like, you've never heard that before. And I'm like, no, everybody calls me boring. And she said, you're far from boring. boring? She said, I she was girl by. And see, and this is the thing. And I think what really ingrained this in my head was because I've always been around people that God showed me were never my long-term people. They're not. So it was like. I'm going to appreciate that aspect of you also. Like I said in the beginning of being around a person is about comfortability. Like I need to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable with you. Like you make me feel very comfortable enough to get on a podcast and talk about my fucking flatulence bringing my child to me. I also am very private about you know my my person but to get on here and you know just to talk a little bit about um him as well it's 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 not something I, I typically do but like at the same time it's it's time for these things it's time mm-hmm. for to be I've been a lot more expressive like I've been cussing people the fuck out I went off on my mm-hmm. that's who I was talking about I think the day that I had you as a friend about who fuck around and find out oh yeah um because this motherfucker just came in and was like yeah I heard this that and the third about you and I'm like why are you so comfortable with this person who I already know who it is told you all my business why are you so comfortable um bringing my business that you're not supposed to know back up to me child that's that's exactly why I'm gonna just when it come to certain exes that be really going there I'm gonna just keep it short and simple and say that's why God gave us jars mm. simple as that I'm gonna just leave it at that alright freezers too yeah, freezers. I love a good freezer. You know, they've been talking on, they've been talking shit on TikTok about a white freezer, and I'd be like, as long as that mother, a white refrigerator, and I'd be like, as long as that motherfucking freezer work, that's all I care about. I think 
two, two, two. See, and they like, come on, they like wrap this shit up. And I look down and my my, my divine counterpart's area code is showing on my damn time. So he like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, you have to unblock him. Sorry. Are you sick again? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. So what did I just tell you about the building the friendship, putting the ego aside? And uh, because I didn't know you has- was talking directly to me. I thought you was talking to the audience. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you was like, I'm going to have to unblock that man. And I was like, yeah, you are. But, you know, we were going to revisit it. I thought that was just friendly conversation. Nah, you have to, because it's 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 a journey. But you just have to know that that person, your person, is worth everything that you go through, and it's not going to do anything to make you stronger and make you grow closer. Because honestly, the the things that have happened, the hurt we've 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 caused each other, are what makes us appreciate each other so much more ironically because it's like if we can get through the things that we've gotten through and and be the strong we can get through any fucking thing anything that's deep that's deep and if i'm going to go through some shit somebody why not let it be done man that's true shit let it be the man that's worshipped the ground that I walk on since fucking 2017 cause I'd be like God handcrafted your ass with Santa Claus's help that is a walking embodiment of my prayers and manifestations I told him that I manifested I wrote down what I wanted Uh, and one of the things I said is I want someone who's going to love my daughter as if she was his own and when I tell you that, she told me she loved him more than she loved me one time. Oh. And then like seeing them interact with each other and it's like, you know, he's been around since she was uh, three. And she's the only, he's the only man um, that I've ever entertained that she's met. So that's all she knows. See. They love and adore each other very much so equally. Um, it's to the point, like, if I'm on the phone with him and she's right here, I'm not telling her I'm talking to him because she's going to grab the phone every time. She's like, are you talking mm-hmm. to so-and-so? And if I mention his name, she's like, don't talk about him. I'm like, girl, boo. Because <laughs> you wouldn't even know him if it wasn't for me. Like, one time we went to go pick her up from school. Uh, as a surprise she's I'm just like hey he picked up whatever and I was like hey can I have a hug and she was just like so how was your day blah 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 he was like give your mom a hug I was like uh, he got a t- bit as soon as he leave <laughs> and it's just like I, I appreciate that and I and you know I need that given the fact that who her father is <laughs> He's going bald. <laughs> Man, what did, what did uh, Summer Walker say? Nice to meet you. I'm sorry. I'm just here He'll to do you. my job. He'll be like, you ruined my life. Did I? Because <clears throat> I don't even bother you. <laughs> That's why you're really mad. I don't even bother you. <sighs> I 
really really enjoyed having you on the show today this this episode was absolutely fucking hilarious like, it is really, we need a part two <laughs> we definitely gonna have to do a part two but i don't know if you said in the beginning when you introduced yourself if you said your like social media handles how people can contact you and follow you and all those things yes yes so my uh my oracle page on instagram is that's so sunflower spell just like it sounds uh to t-h-a-t-s-s-o s-u-n-f-l-o-w-e-r and that's actually the same as my tiktok name um and with that i started my weight loss journey uh, documenting it yes 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 which was like so i was so nervous about that but i went ahead and i put myself out there and so if you guys want to follow that go ahead and that's really it you got an email or you are you an email type of person I'm really not an email type of person, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Notifications uh, do something to me. Uh, I feel but, it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you can reach out to me on social media. I'm, I'm a very responsive person, uh, just not via email. <laughs> All right, well, but I then. accept the readings if you want readings. But my information will be uh, posted on my pinned on my both my pages. Yeah, and I'll also be including all of your, um, including all of your information on the podcast when it drops as well, as well as the little pretty picture that you sent me. I love oh. your nose piercing. Thank you. People, uh, people are like, did that hurt? And when I tell them that my septum did not hurt, um, they don't believe me. They're like, she's crazy. Because the skin is a lot, it's, it's, it's very thin. It's like my nose piercing hurt like hell. You know how thick that skin is on my nose? We must have different pain tolerances because I literally just touched where the septum is and I'm like, that shit feels thick. Whereas my nose piercing, it it stung a little bit, but it wasn't enough to where if my hole closed up, I would not get that bitch reopened. My skin is very thin where my septum is. Like right under where that little cartilage is, it's, it's it's a very very thin piece of skin like very yeah. thin. that's probably why it didn't hurt for you as much because I just touched mine and I'm like yeah <clears throat> my nose hurts I don't I don't want to get my other nostril pierced but I'm not doing that anyway I'm getting off sidetracked I'm getting off sidetracked <laughs> <laughs> you good child it always I, I do this in my episodes by myself but thank you so much for joining us it Denise was a great pleasure we have to do this again. Yes, we do. And I will definitely be talking to you soon. Yes. Alrighty. Will you enjoy the rest of your day? I'm going to talk to you probably like as soon as we get off of here. Ex- anyway. Exactly. Because <laughs> I have to tell you about the melody situation. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. You got to let me know why they keep sending me that damn song. Okay. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.